Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Good evening and welcome to the Fatback 4 for this Sunday night. It's me, Gav, it's Kev, it's Keith and Shawnee will be along any time now to give you a war cry or whatever he calls it on the quadruple. Queen Kelleher's Ultras 11, Kepa's Messers 10. Liverpool have won the Carabao Cup for the ninth time in what can only be described as one of the most entertaining football games that ended 0-0 or nil-nil or nil-all that you will ever, ever see. Um, It was an absolutely unbelievable two and a half, two and a half hours-ish of um, pure entertainment, drama and everything else in between. We're going to try our best to go through it. We're going to try our best to, you know, um, talk about all the talking points, but we could be here for about a fucking day and a half when we do that. But we'll try our absolute best. We'll give a reaction. We'll have a laugh. We'll have a drink. We'll read out your comments, and we'll go from there. If you are if you are watching, you're very, very welcome. There's nearly 300 people watching now. So hit the like button. Um, subscribe if you haven't already. As I said, we do 40 shows a month free across YouTube and all your podcast um, apps and platforms do that share but most of all put the comments in we get to as many as we possibly can but it is going to fly tonight we will let you know that um keith i'll come to you first because you are drinking what i can only describe as a liter of diesel um when i seen it um the vodka and the red bull yeah just your initial reaction after the game as we always do on a sunday and this is no difference because it was just a fucking great day wasn't it <laughs> It was. It was a great game. You touched on it there. You know, for a nil all, 120 minutes of nil all, usually that's like, this is the pits. Do you know what I mean? But if you're a neutral watching that, that's a cracking game of football. Two teams that I think, in fairness to Chelsea, 
they went very attacking. They were very much on the front foot, which I don't think Liverpool were maybe expecting. And they really did put us to the sword for a lot of that. But, you know, it's it, we've said it before many a time. Chelsea are a defensive team. They're a very well-organised team and you don't get much against them. And you just have to make sure you're there to capitalise when you can. And luckily we did today. And luckily it's an Irish young lad who gets the winning penalty. Um, it's a shy bag that misses it for them. And it's just a cherry on the cake. You know, the whole thing, everything about it. It was just drama even before kickoff when you lose Thiago before the start of the game. Do you know what I mean? It's like, Jesus Christ, what's going on here? And I think that had an impact on Liverpool as they went into it. I think they, they couldn't get into the game. I think it changed their outlook. And I just thought, yeah, two teams that went for it and, and had a great game. Some great performances on both sides. Uh, and we'll talk about them when, as the show goes on, but really enjoyed it. And look, it's easy to say that when you've won. Would have been good if we'd have lost, but we did win. So who gives a shy? We're going to be talking about, we're going to be talking about the positives. There's a lot of positives from a Liverpool point of view. And, you know, we could sit and watch the content from the changing room all night. You know what I mean? All the boys dancing and swamping the gargle. And especially Costa Simicas, who's taken on the new role as the new Alberto Moreno in the squad by the looks of it. He just loves a little session, that fella. Big fan. Uh, Kev, how are you feeling, my man? I'm good, yeah. All good. For a competition that I said on Wednesday, I didn't give a shit about. Yeah, that's right. You've got ebbs and flows, you've got to roll with the punches, man. I tell you, I was over the moon, I was delighted, the same as everyone else, but I was delighted more for the players who um, who performed. And Kelleher, that could have been on another day, you could be talking about him for all the wrong reasons. And he would, Klopp just showed he was justified in his faith that he put in him. And he was outstanding. Some of the saves he made were brilliant. His calmness under pressure and the way he slotted his pen, you know. And he went the right way for a fair few of those pens with the Chelsea pens as well, you know, for someone who's really young and only really beginning his career. You know, I'm absolutely made up for the lad. Absolutely delighted for him. Shani. Um, I don't even know where to start with you. Um, you're very low, Shawnee. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, that's better. Yeah, I'm like Tauta Wolf here. I don't even know what to do. Yeah, um, I, I couldn't find half my stuff. My head is gone, right? Um, um I don't know where to start with one. you, Shawnee, because. Uh, uh, we know um, you were just off your bracket when Liverpool played. So I can only imagine what happened there today when you were watching that game because um, you get emotional at a coin toss. So two and a half hours of what's going on there today, I, I, I don't even know where to start. How are you feeling? I want to apologise on behalf of myself to my brothers and my partner. They all had to sit with me for two and a half hours of that. I'd say it was like pulling teeth. I am literally the worst person in the world to watch football with. And it's not because I'm loud. It's because if you make any noise or sound around me, I start going mad. Honestly, I, I, I'm like, don't be messing. Even Paddy Lawson had me wound up when Trent was going to take a penalty. I was saying, this is the fucking best striker at the ball at the club. You prick, shut your mouth. So, um, no, do you know what? It, it's mental because th- th- I, I, this just feels like the start to me. Um, exactly. Today, yeah. uh, 
it was a brilliant game of football contested between two really, really good teams. Um, yeah. Chelsea, Chelsea are a really good cup side. I feel, I feel they have the players, the manager, they're equipped. They have the know-how. They have the smarts. The Zaspel equated as Rudiger, as Kovacic. These lads have been around the block, sort of. But we matched them with that today. I feel. Um, I'm just. I don't know, Gav. I'm, the scenes after the game. And how they are and how these players carry themselves. I was a bit emotional, to be honest with you. Seeing Alison with that little lad in the crowd. Seeing Klopp. Seeing the lads with Takumi Minamino. Yeah. It just... It's... um. You have to hold that mic close to you, bro. Get a bit of cell tape up to that mic. I'm, I'm just... I'm very, very, very proud of this group of players. This is a competition which I've, I've gone on record saying... I don't give too much of a fuck about it, but as soon as yeah. that whistle went today, I was fully engrossed in it, and it's really, um, it's really, uh, it's the start of something special. I feel, I feel like this, this is like, uh, like not, not like not like a fork in a road because we all know how good this team is, but <laughs> just ridiculous, like honestly. And Michael Massey is a fucker. I just have to keep up me, me Tauta Wolf character here. So Michael Massey is a fucker. This is wrong. So, Carl Dunham says Johnny's landing a few planes in Dublin Airport. <laughs> this is going to go on for the night now. <laughs> Unless you find your own mic. Oh, but just a quick, I just want to, I know one of the lads is on the train back from Wembley and he said he was going to tune in because he said there's no, because I'm at the VNL watching the match fucking in the Camden, which was which is great again, by the way. So, I just had to give him a shout out. He's literally on the train now back from London down to Liverpool. He's Key Cargill. Right. Keith Cochran, he's a, he's a really good mate of mine. He, he's a scouter, and I know he'd be absolutely bladdered on the way home. So, uh, as, take, as, as he should be. Take care yeah, of yourself, mate, really... and uh, hopefully I hear from you tomorrow. Keith, is that his name? Keith Cochran. Oh, yeah. I hope he's absolutely malavolt he loads of bottles on the way in that train on the way home. Sound. Uh, he shouldn't stop until he gets into Lime Street, um, as far as I'm concerned. Sean, he's ditching the team of Wolf look. Um, and he's going to go and find his proper mic by the sounds of it, or he's going to do something. Um, we no, I'm just going to go like this. That's better. Ah, oh, that's superb, Shani. Um, yeah, the looks good. and the sound now, it's absolutely unbelievable. Keith, the team of Wolf look was good. It was all right. It was good. It was good. The Toto Wolf, sorry, the Toto Wolf. Yeah, our team or our team. Airwolf. Airwolf took a helicopter job as well. I like it. Keith, the team is named. It's the team that we expect or the vast majority of people expect. And like you mentioned earlier, Thiago pulls out um, in yeah. the warm-up. I think it's an ankle injury, I think he said. Um, I thought that was a big blow. As much faith as I have in all the players and what we can do on any given day, I thought it was a big blow because I just couldn't stop thinking about the game at Stamford Bridge where we couldn't get our foot on it. And we invited them on when we should have been, we should have put them to bed. And I thought him being in the team was going to be massive because he holds the ball so well. He's so press resistant. He drops the shoulder. He spreads the ball. He gets you out of different, he gets you out of tight positions and into really good attacking ones. Um, I thought it was a real blow. Nabi Keita comes into the side instead of him. Um, did that throw you a little bit beforehand, Keith? Yeah, it was one of them. Um, the one player I didn't want to lose was Thiago because I felt we needed that control in the midfield area. Now, I thought Naby done okay, to be honest. I thought he was okay when he played. Um, but to lose Thiago, it just meant, you know, you're right, he's so press resist resistant and he draws their midfield onto him and just moves it past him. Like, he's so important to how we play. And to lose him in the warm-up is always a killer. Um, he looked good as well, didn't he? 
yeah, I was fucking heartbroken. And I don't know, did anyone hear the the severity of it? I haven't heard anything like, but, you know, hopefully it's... He wouldn't it's have been on the bench. I was thinking to myself, he wouldn't be sitting on the bench if it was bad. Yeah, that's what my missus said the same, like, that he it must have been bad. Been. He'd have been off getting some sort of treatment or something somewhere, wouldn't yeah. he? But look, right. it's... It's a, it was a blow, and I think it changed our outlook on the game because if if you're you know I thought as I said I thought Naby done okay, but he's not Thiago, do you know what I mean? And and to lose a player who's going to control the tempo and dictate the tempo, I thought was a huge blow, huge blow. Uh, the the rest of the team was as we expected, you know. Um, you look at it, I thought it was a toss up between Konate and Matip at the back. Um, he went with Matip. You know, I didn't think I had a great game to be honest. Um, as was usual standards, but other than that, yeah, Hendo, Fabinho, a lot of people would have been saying screaming for Hendo not to start that, but big game, you know what I mean? Klopp will always play him in the big game, so yeah, it was as expected. Um, and then Naby, I suppose, was the right, um, next taxi off the rank, I suppose, considering that, um, uh, Harvey wasn't in the 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 match day squad at the time, wasn't he? No, he only got brought in after um, Thiago got injured. So, yeah, it was as expected. Uh, Chelsea as well, looking at them, they lose Christensen to an injury and that sort of changes. I know Kev was saying earlier about what he felt they might have done um, with Malang Sar maybe playing at left back, but, you know, they, they were impacted as well. But, yeah, the team's lined up Um how I expected us to. I was happy enough. You know, a lot of people are panicking about Kelleher, but Klopp played Kelleher through the tournament and to keep players like him sweet, you have to give them a carrot. Do you know what I mean? You have to give something for a sub-goalkeeper because this lad is knocking on the door for international caps. Now, we know Gavin Bazuna was there ahead of him in the Ireland pecking order because he's playing games. If Grieving Kelleher was going and playing more regular, I think he would overtake him. In, in goal but he's not so it's a hard one to, to balance when you have a player of that quality as your reserve keeper so you had to play him Klopp came out and said he'd play people were still saying oh I'd, I'd probably go with Alisson I'd probably go with Alisson and you can understand that when you have got the best keeper in the world but it's a show of faith by Klopp and it's a show can I tell you what he said after it yeah faith into the squad yeah Klopp go. commenting on Kelleher afterwards Klopp Liverpool manager Klopp said in professional football there should be a space for sentiment he is a young boy we ask him to do a lot. He starts playing in the competition and then we get to the final and I tell him he cannot play. I am two yeah. things, a football manager and a human being. And a human being won this time and it is nice that it paid off. He deserves it. Um, Kelleher will now find a special place in Anfield folklore, it said, after this final. And um, Kelleher was said was quoted after saying, Klopp just said, well done. Um, for scoring the penalty and there's also a wall up on Anfield with all those trophies and now he gets his chance to go up on that wall as a winner um, with this so let's get into it because there's so much to talk about I don't I, I don't even know if we can go in kind of chronological order because we'd be here all fucking day so let's just talk about Kev I'll come to you first yeah let's talk about periods of the game and then we can touch on mm. touch on different chances but you know, Chelsea come out and they have a really good chance with Havertz early on. Um, and Kelleher really makes a, a really good save. And then from there, Liverpool kind of take the ascendancy. And you see that double save from Mendy from um, Keita and Mane. Mane has a header as well. Um, but it just seemed to kick off with that Havertz chance. And then it just went fucking mad. And 
I think it was a mix of really good forward play and defensively both teams just going, we just take loads of chances here. We just take yeah, loads of could, chances to see where it gets us because that's what it looked like to me, Kev. It was nuts because, it, well, it took us about 10 minutes to get over Thiago not starting. Yeah. I think the first 10 minutes it took because everything would have changed. Everything that they, they wanted to do, our game plans would have changed because of the personnel, the, the type of player that Naby is. He can't do what Thiago does. And that's not a slight on him. He's just not that player. So it took us 10, 15 minutes to find our feet. And that Havertz chance was a great chance. You know, he really should have buried it. It was brilliant positioning from Kelleher. Sorry? The early one. Pulisic. Pulisic, wasn't it? Pulisic, it is Pulisic. Pulisic, sorry, I thought it was Havertz. Yeah, I had Havertz in my head. The three boys all look the same. No, do you know what I'm thinking of? I actually, do you know what I have in my head? Because you were talking about it beforehand, Kev. It's the offside one against Havertz much, much later in the game. Much later on, I have that in my head. Yeah, no, it's Pulisic that's central. It's Pulisic. Because Mount misses another one later on. And you'd fancy him as well. He's, I mean, he's he's got a decent record against us, you know. And the Trent had a cross in for Mane to head, but it just went ski whiff off the side of his head and got nowhere near it. The double save from Mendy was an outstanding save. Now people slate Sadio; he should have done better. I think he did all he could. He tried to lift it, and Mendy read it. He was right up. You don't realize how big Mendy is. He's six foot six foot five, and he was down. He he got up. Uh, I think the shot was probably a couple of feet off the ground. I mean, bar going back across goal, there was, wasn't an awful lot more that Sadio could have done. You just have to take your hats off. It was an outstanding save, and but it went. It was. I think we had, Chelsea dominated the first fifteen minutes. We dominated in for probably up until 40 minutes. Yeah. And then they then came back in. They had the last a, a last five minute push, but it was end to end first half. And it went in nil nil. And you thought to yourself, how, how, how did that happen? Because all the highlights they were showing at half time was saves. It was, and it wasn't just one save or two saves. It was outstanding play from both sides. Both, both sides really went at it. Yeah. And I mean, I'll give credit to Chelsea. They managed to nullify Mo Salah for large parts of the game. And whatever it is about their setup, that 3 4 2 1, they're really good at getting back into shape really quickly. I think, I think they, I think they get very drilled. I think they get that left-hand side centre-back as close as they can to Alonso when yeah. Salah's on it. And it actually shows, I think, on the other side. And someone said it in the chat earlier, and that's why I remember it. But it actually meant that Luis Diaz had a lot more room to walk yeah. in than Salah did today because yeah, Chelsea nearly have to shift not shift one but shift a half a position over so your your right wing back will get exposed a little bit more against Liverpool's left hand side of the player you know the sort of way yeah. and and it, I just could not believe how it wasn't like end to end it was like Chelsea were sitting in Liverpool were having a go and finding gaps and getting the odd chance here and there. Chelsea were breaking and Liverpool were nullifying at times. And then Chelsea were getting chances. And it was, it was high nobody, level football. But it nobody, was really high level. Football. It was really high level. But nobody seemed to look at it and go from a Liverpool point of view. Like Sean, I can only imagine what you were like after twenty minutes of this because you're looking going. We're making chances, but these are fucking playing balls in behind us, and it's all it's like a free for all. But nobody seemed to at any stage in the game turn around and go. 
we should probably drop or we should our Chelsea saying we should probably come out a bit more and engage a bit more. Nobody done that. They just stuck to what they were doing, Shawnee, and let's just see who wins. It was just a cracking game of football, Shawnee. There was not there's no other word for it. And both teams must get get a lot of credit for that. Yeah, we didn't we didn't seem to get a hold of the game in midfield at all. Even when we were on top, everything was just going through Diaz, who by the way was by far the best player on the pitch today. Yeah. The the fella is unbelievable. You could tell he's sort of an unknown quantity to them because they didn't know what to do with him. That Chalabal lad is a decent player. But he, he got a run around today. Um Diaz is unbelievable. I thought thought Mane was good and I thought Mao has his worst game for a while, but they, they managed to nullify him. But with these games, got finals like performance doesn't really matter. It's no. just about it's about staying in it. It's about doing enough, sort of, you know what I mean? And I felt like um I, I, I'm, I'm not going to say I'm not obviously I'm not anyway disappointed but there was a few today who were nervous Robbo played with nerves Trent played within himself I thought Matt played within himself I thought you could see that it just wasn't there the, the, the zip and like I can't imagine losing Thiago early healthy either because it's not like there's a life I like to come in Thiago's someone who gives you a wrangle on the game in the midfield he plays the game at his pace but Kovacic is very good in that in that way where he's a type of player. He's a bit metronomic in a way that he can set up the tempo of the game and he kind of did. And they were getting at us. But again, Gav, like, Klopp said something tonight. If there was no offside rule, there would have been about 18 goals in the game. But yeah. that was. But we held and a great like, line for the majority. Gav, the most impressive thing mm-hmm. for me was 15, 20 minutes into extra time they still had the composure to hold that line. Yeah. yeah. The one on Havertz is unbelievable. Don't the... underestimate how difficult the thing that is when your legs are heavy and the stakes of the game to still take that risk and do And they've done it. And they've done it brilliantly. Like the, the, it, it, it's, it's the belief in themselves even when it wasn't going that way sort of thing. You know what I mean? And the, the game, like, it, it to and fro, like, you know what I mean? It was, it was going... It was a bit of a, it was like a boxing match. Yeah. You know, it's like a boxing match when a boxer comes out and says, Right, I'm gonna put three rounds on you and then I'm gonna take these rounds off and we're gonna try to take your best. And that's what it was. Two really, really, really good teams. On the line Two itself, people. though, Shawnee. On the line itself, the one on Havertz, and I'm I'm going to take a guess it's extra time, right? Because I fucking genuinely yeah, it was it's all melted into one. But it's nearly like it's not a true ball, it's it's like a crossed ball. And they're still holding that line. Yeah. And he turns, he yeah. finishes really well. Um, no, it's just... But they, they are just adamant that they're staying. The ball is dead. And it was loads of that shit today again with the lay flags. Like, loads yeah. of it. And, yeah. and it, it made it look like that we were under more pressure than we really were. And the fact that it's a final, that all kind of gets magnified in, in that. But they were unbelievable. And I, couldn't, I didn't get to see it, but I just... I can. I was seeing bits and they were all praising how good Thiago Silva was tonight. Like, yeah. fucking, they they haven't got a patch on any of us. Even Ruriga. Put him in a back two with you. He'd be drowning. Matip's a better player than him. Yeah. Jimmy Matip's Floyd Hasselbank said um, yeah, it's it, it was like the whole thing was, and Chelsea are this. Like, they're a defensive team. We're an attacking team and we defend so well. They were unbelievable. They were, they, they, the line, 
28, 25 minutes into extra time. It's it's ridiculous the levels this team has gotten to. Like, and this was a stick that they used to beat us with last year. And now it's something that what we've become so, so good at. No, it's something that they still want to try beat us with when they get a chance. But in fairness, if you wanted to... if you wanted to so frustrating. You see, see, see Havertz when he scores. Did you see him going for... Yeah. Like yeah. You could see him kicking well, That's about the fourth one. You never, ever yeah, see seven that. Seven off to go. You yeah. very rarely see that. You very rarely see a player reacting like that. You could see... It was like he missing chances, like... But yeah. they were like... <laughs> a credit... I'd, Although we weren't at our best, we did our fucking enough, and that is just that's a massive, massive, massive marker for this team yeah. to show that. Look, Chelsea were the favourites for everything at the start of the season. Everyone had them winning the league, had them doing this, had them doing that. We're fucking right in there, and we're on City's tail as well. And you can guarantee they were watching there tonight, going, "Jesus Christ!" There's a bit of that relentlessness is back with us, and I, yeah. I thought. Even our big players kind of fluffed it today in moments, but we did enough to get through and he used all the squad. And it's just, I'm so fucking proud of the team, to be honest with you. It's just, it's, it's brilliant. It, it, people only say it's the Carabao Cup, it's a string to the bow. It's, 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 it's a launch Dylan O'Rourke says match of the day will be highlighting all of those offsides as big chances. Of course they will. And that's yeah. what they do. I think the only. Kelleher makes a save from Mount in the four, uh, Pulisic like I said they're the same people they all look the fucking exact same yeah. Mount misses a sitter right on half time yeah. like, that's a massive chance Yeah. the only thing I would say for me is he's falling kind of backwards a little bit it's a little which, bit behind which, him which if you're falling backwards it's very hard to hook it and in and fairness if, if he, if he gets it that they give, if I he know. gets if, but if Mount, if Mount actually makes slightly worse connection with that it actually goes in he makes too good a connection with it as he's falling a little bit backwards. But it it, it was just fucking mad. Um, Chris Brax has talked to with John Toshik, who was in intensive care. Yeah, struggling against yeah. COVID by the sounds of it. So we do wish John uh, Toshak all the best and hopefully he makes a recovery from that. And we keep you updated if there's any news on that as well. Keith, you said Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank said and then you stopped. Yeah. Tell me please what Jimmy <laughs> Floyd Hasselbank said. Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank was saying that Thiago Silva is better on the ball than Virgil van Dijk. That he said, you know, they're both great players, but that Van Dyke, when he gets under pressure, tends to just hoof the ball. Uh, and Carragher and Redknapp were having none of it. You know, Thiago Silva's a great player. He always was a very good player. Mm-hmm. He's still a very good player, but, mm-hmm. you know, he's, he's not. Their best defender, boy, he is say. their best defender. It's experience and it's, you know, leadership that he has. But Virgil Van Dyke's on another level. Do you know what I mean? Like, the fella is absolutely out of this world. But I was actually watching, on a quick one on Lewis Diaz, I was watching um, a clip. You were watching on Brazilian TV, were you? No, no, no. I was watching a clip, worse, even worse, being sports. Right. And half time, right, Richard Keyes asked Andy oh. Gray, like, is. Uh, Liverpool don't, target. Don't even finish. Ah, tell us, tell us. Go on. Now, well, this, is, this, is a, this is a good one, right? This is a good one. So Richard Keyes asked Andy Gray, uh, Liverpool targeting the Chelsea right-hand side with Lewis Diaz, that they're constantly going down that side. And Andy Gray says, no, not at all. Sure, if they were challenging that, they'd put one of the good players there, like Mane or Salah, instead of this young kid, about Lewis Diaz. Mm-hmm. So that tells you all you need to know about Andy Gray's knowledge of the well, Andy game. Well, and Andy Gray and Richard Keyes <laughs> want Sam Allardyce to be appointed as the Leeds manager because they can't understand why Leeds would appoint anyone that doesn't know the league. And yeah. Sam Allardyce was the first name that came to them. So you, you basically need to stop watching that show, Keith, is what we're trying to say to you. Oh, um, no, well, i just seen a clip, Gav. i just seen a clip and right. I like, couldn't get it off quick enough and it piqued me interest when they said this kid 
they wouldn't use this kid if they were targeting him. They'd use one of the main men. Mm. And I'm like, this fella doesn't have a fucking clue because Luis Diaz had them on toast all day and was absolutely amazing from start to finish up until the time he had to come off. I that flick over, that flick over, he's yeah. changed. It's just stupid. Quality. Yeah, he, he, was so good. he, he, made, no he only makes one no mistake for me. There's a lot of no look stuff, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he, yeah. Is no look he loves a no look pass, doesn't he? Yeah, but but like just on the Chelsea defense, and, and you have to give credit to Chelsea. I don't like Chelsea. Don't like anything about them. But to I give them to give them credit, they, they are part of a fantastic game. But when you look at what they're doing with their defense, and this this actually reminds me a little bit of do you remember when Arsenal went to a back five because they couldn't trust the centre backs and yeah, exactly. they had Tierney playing there and stuff. When I look at it, like I don't think Rudiger plays as well in the two because I think well. he's. They are three centre-halves where you would need an extra man covering them, in my opinion, for different reasons. Thiago Silva is really good at reading the game, but I think if you get behind them, you probably need an extra man to cover them. I think it's the same with uh, Alonso and the right, and I don't think they trust Reese James to do... Or on the left, I don't think they trust Reese James to be a right fullback like they would trust... We trust Trent. Yeah, and 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 saying that Aspilicueta has been a brilliant servant to Chelsea. He's still a really, really good player, but you're not putting him in a four. They're just not because you don't have that extra body to shift and cover. It's it's Chelsea are all about shifting and covering, shifting and covering, shifting and covering, and that's why they play the five. I don't think it's necessarily down to them abs- being absolute brilliant players, which which in fairness to them, a lot of them have been or, or possibly are. But they play to their strength, and you can't knock them for that. But to no. but to compare what Virgil Van Dijk does in a back four to what Thiago Silva does in a back five, I think is is just fucking madness. Um, I don't even know where to go now, Kev, because there's just chances going. There's all sorts going on. I think you're bang on. I think Liverpool probably dominate fifteen to forty. I think Chelsea come back into it and get a couple of couple of shots towards the end of the half. Um, but a half time, just- Kev. A half time, Kev. Like, are you thinking? All I could think was you need to stop the runners because that's all they're looking for. They're looking for a running behind you. They're looking for runners. They're not going to play through you. A half time, are you expecting it to tighten up? Because it fucking didn't, Kev. <laughs> no, it wasn't. I didn't expect any changes. Um, you know, a few tweaks, maybe just maybe one of the centre mids to sit that little five yards deeper, but. When Chelsea came out for the start of the second half, they were fairly on it. And they were probably, they were again, they were the better side for about another 10, 15 minutes. And it, the, the really big thing that happened in the second half was the um, the goal, Matip's goal, that wasn't. And look, it's, it's easy to say after now, but it was the right decision. Yeah. Because it's it's the exact same thing that happened to, to Manchester United, Man. Cavani. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And but it was so slight. It was so close. If Virgil was on side when he did that, it would have stood. That and it was a small, small margin. But I can understand why people's frustration is with all of the decisions that were going on this weekend because there were some absolute stinkers. Just thought this would be typical. We'd score a goal, it gets chalked off on a dubious offside, 
that is questionable. You could argue about it. And then somehow we go and fuck it up or we lose our heads for five minutes and they take advantage of it. But credit to the lads, they never, ever did. Their heads never went. They never panicked. They never went searching for long balls or anything like that. We continually played our game. Didn't matter. The changes happened and we still played our game. I thought the changes were strange. I thought the way, because Harvey Elliott wasn't in the squad at all, for him to come into the game, for Henderson, Miller coming on, yeah, it made sense all day long. You need a bit of steel in there. I just thought the Harvey Elliott one was a strange one. You know, if you're going to have Chamberlain on the bench, bring Harvey into the bench late and then not use Chamberlain. That's that's a bit weird. Divock came on late, did did okay, did what he what he usually does, made himself a nuisance out of himself. Strong enough on the ball, did okay. But it was like that right the way through, from 1 to 14, 1 to 15, everyone that was used to it. Everyone did okay. No one had a real stinker. It's just that there was four or five that were below par, or below what you expect. Kev, was it hard to, is it hard in that sort of game to assess players' performance? Because I just thought, like, take Trent, for argument's sake. I thought Trent had a good game. Right. Yeah. But you could easily go into that you right. could easily pull apart parts of that game where you go good defensively. Yeah, they're going yeah, good defensively. But you, but there's part like there is parts you could go in and go, look his position in there, look what he does there, look what I'm going forward here. You because it was such a mayhem kind of game, nearly trying to assess performances is I think is very hard. I think I think it's a nonsense trying to assess individual performance in a game like that because you look at the team performance and when you you can look at individuals when you're playing against inferior opposition. Make no bones about it. This Chelsea side are very, very good. You know, I mean, they might not be a league-winning side, but I think it was Sean who said it earlier, Keith, they're, they're definitely a very good cup side. They're a huge threat in the Champions and, League, judging off that today for me. Yeah, and they're the kind of side that Atletico Madrid were a few years ago. They're a horrible side that you wouldn't want to go behind to, you know, and um, credit where it's due. They're good at what they do, but they're, they're limited. We look, we've played them three times this season. Three times it's been a draw. You know, they frustrated us at Anfield with 10 men behind the ball, did what they had to do, got out of jail with a point. We were lucky to get away with a point at Stamford Bridge because they were the better side. But we got we stood our ground and got a point. I don't think eleven for eleven on a one-off game does much between the sides. Over a season, we're better, and purely simply we're better because we score goals. Where they keep clean sheets, we keep clean sheets and score. You know, I think overall we're a better side, but I wouldn't want to be playing over in the a distance. League. Over a distance, I over think a we distance have to get found out. Uh, because I think we have more about us to win games in different ways. I look yeah. at them and I think that when you when they're asked to take yeah. the initiative in certain games, I think they struggle a little bit. Whereas if you come at them, like you watch Jordan the week, they play Lille um, in the Champions League, right? Yeah. And they gave Lille the ball. They gave Lille, Lille the ball and he said, yeah. you have the ball. And when we break it up 40 yards from our own goal, we're going to hit you. And he did. He won 2-0. Um, yeah. I have to grab some more cans. So, Keith and Sean, if you want to have a discussion over the Matip disallowed goal, walk away. I will give my view on it. It's the correct decision. 
Did he but, just talk about it? The, no, what I want, no, sorry, no, I think Kev touched it and Sean, he kind of agreed. Um, I don't know if you had your say, but you can talk about whatever you want while I go and get cans. I can't do anything. No, 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 you know what I'm saying? Like when I leave, you can talk whatever you want. Like Neighbours, Neighbours looks like it's maybe cut Shit, from um, Australian gotta... TV. Um, so what? there you go. You could, yeah. I'm more doing a fucking part about what? this. Yeah. So, um, yeah. but my opinion on it is if Virgil van Dijk is moving towards the goal, the goal's given. Yeah. I think the fact that he's moving backwards. Six or one half of the It's more of an interference than to call the offside on it. But anyway, do whatever you want. I'm going to get you yeah. more cans. You get your cans. Get Thanks, your cans. Um, look, yeah, I, I hear what you about said, rightly disallowed. Yeah, by the letter of the law, you can say that. I think it was just the two, a tussle by players in the box. And once a goal goes in, those tussles get highlighted because they don't have any impact on the actual playing of the the action do you know what I mean of the goal so yeah fair enough it, it gets ruled out but uh, I felt there was each team had two key players two standout players sorry on each team and both were the goalkeepers and yeah. Liverpool had Diaz and I thought Chelsea had Kovacic and then I felt it was a case of everyone else was decent do you know what I mean not, not at their best do you know like Chelsea were good at the back I thought we were good at the back. I thought the midfield, Kovacic, I thought was brilliant. I didn't think Kante was very good. I thought he was brutal today. But then I thought air midfield weren't really on it. Air forwards, therefore, you know, there wasn't much between it, but there was two standouts on each team. So I was delighted the way um, the way Kelleher came out on top. But Shani, would you did you think anyone else other than those four were standouts today? Or was there anyone that I'm giving a bit of a hard, hard ride to? Look, it was a fu- it was a final. Look, you know, it was one of them games where. I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is the deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to the deal. Listen to the deal on Spotify. You could see that the players here. I thought Havertz was brilliant for them. Oh, I think he's a he's a very good player. Um, he was, yeah, he was okay. Yeah, he's very assuring on the ball. He never really gives the ball away. He's dangerous as well from wide. I like him. I think he's going to be a really good player. I, yeah. I, I don't know why he spent. Looking back now, it's hindsight twenty twenty and all. I don't know why they spent that money on Lukaku and there's a system they could play there. Would he get the best out of him being in that role? But the ones you made, I thought, I thought Lewis Diaz was head and shoulders shoulders above every player on the pitch. I thought Kelleher was brilliant, to be honest with you. I don't, I honestly don't know where the kid gets it from, but he's just the the stone faced look every time the camera was on. He wasn't faced one bit. No dodgy. To do. He was good. There was he makes he fumbles a shot in the first half, but recovers so quick to get on it. Yeah. His distribution was good. I thought um, the the biggest compliment to give Kelleher today is that I didn't feel like we missed Allison in that today in, in any capacity in terms of distribution and and how he commanded his box. Uh, I thought Virgil was Virgil was Virgil. Vir, Virgil is back. You heard yeah. him saying it after the game. He feels like he's back to himself now. It, there's no point, really. I thought Fabinho, everybody had that way. Like it was just one of them games where it was just to and fro, 
they were in it. We were in it. Air midfield gets on top for a minute or two. Then they, then they get on top. Then they get a chance. Yeah. Then we do. And they kept. You could hear. It's so hard to assess, Johnny. You could. It's. It's a. It's a brilliant. Do you know what? I actually can't wait to look back at the foul game now tomorrow. Mm. With you get with, it tonight on LFC TV. With a clear head, and you can see all the kind of intricacies because it was a game of chess. It was. It was. It, it, it meant that's a game what of it chess. was. And that's how I felt it was going to play out because they have proven to be a fucking horrible cup side. I think they've made every the final of every cup he's played in so far. Yeah, possibly. Did he get one FA Cup? Yeah, final? FA Cup, they oh, get beaten by Leicester. Leicester. Champions yeah. League, they win it. They, yeah. So, they're a, they're a handy, handy cup team. But we didn't break. We never broke. There was moments in the game where we were under the cush, but we, we held out. You know what I mean? I feel over it. I feel over the ninety. We deserved it, to be honest with you. Yeah, I did. I thought I, I did. I thought everyone can go back. Mount, we didn't say that. Mount misses a sitter after half time. He hits the post. That's a bad one. He gets that's caught under his feet. That's caught under his feet, and he stabs her. But he, he still and, leaves. And Mo, Mo goes clean through and does the exact same thing. Where if that's at Anfield in a Premier League game, slams her into the corner. Yeah, he bashes it. He done, he done similar against Leeds the other night, didn't he? He just didn't put enough on the dink against Leeds as well. He went through yeah. dink and he just didn't have enough juice and it was the same there today. I, I, look, lads, I don't, I don't want to waste too much time on talking about it because we saw what happened yesterday in the Everton game. But And I'm saying this from a position where we've just won a trophy. I thought the referee was absolutely fucking atrocious. They're all terrible. But well, he's and, one of the worst. He's incompetent. We can hear the but commentary. Tell me, which, can, tell me someone that isn't. And but the league... Neville, Neville they, were, they, they were bigging him up. They were saying yeah, how I good he was when he let the game flow. It was absolutely shocking. The can't he... Can't he... Can't he... Can't he... Can't he... Can't he... There's a bit in the first half where Diaz skips inside and Azpilicueta just clips his heels on yeah, the halfway yeah. line. And he didn't poke him. Yeah, and he, and he, it was one of these, and the fourth official as well. Like you can just tell these lads love the smell of their own shoe, and that yeah. that annoyed me today. They would have got fucking medals from that ref in that game. Yeah. It, it absolutely shy. But this what we're up against. Crazy. This what we're up against. Like I, I don't want to go too much into it over yesterday. No, because um, it'd be yeah. stupid. Yeah, to make yeah it. You but just but, won the trophy, like, but you know. But regards to yesterday, like I, I don't like Frank Lampard, but Frank Lampard was right. He said at best it's incompetency. At worst, I'm not too sure. It's as simple as that. And to and to, to make to make it worse, they come out after the game and admit that yeah, it probably was a penalty yesterday for everything. There's no probably yeah. about it. It was no, a penalty. You, well, you know. Just, but today, I'm just remarking guy of that. We're not moaning just for the sake of it. No, we're not moaning for the sake of moaning. But the thing is, Shawnee, but the thing is, Shawnee, these are, these are very simple decisions that are written down and protocols that are written down in the most basic refereeing handbook you can get with regards to a guy cuts inside you, goes by, you clip his heels, you're getting a yellow card. And it looked like to me that Sky were can't they literally fucking on, on Robertson? Like, this fella was brilliant. Yeah, no, because you know what happens? Yeah. Do you know what happens? They go too, that fella. But they end up going too far the other way. Right? Yeah. You have to, as a referee, you have to find the balance in the game. Right? A fella clips a heel, it's a booking. Right? You have to stop the game. Another one, you go, I might be something, I'll let it go, and then I'll see. But what happens is, instead of them being over strict, they go completely the other way, and it actually makes it look worse than under strict. I don't know whether any of you remember this. The Ireland 18s played in a World Cup yeah, quarter final yeah, a couple 100%. of years ago, right? Yeah. 
and they got to this, they got to the quarterfinals against I think it might have been Brazil or, or but they got to a penalty shootout, yep. right? And got the the Ireland team had two goalkeepers sent off in the penalty shootout for coming off the fucking line. Mm-hmm. Kepa was at it after every Holland. single penalty, yeah. and he's just giving them a fucking talking to after every yeah. single one. Yeah. If you book him on the first book one, on the first one, that's it. That stops it. Stops it. He let it go. Yeah. He let it go. I could not I believe it. What the fuck? Look, he did it every single fucking penalty. Every Johnny, single one. We we need there to wasn't get one that he didn't. We need, but we need to get we need, and we get onto the penalties in detail. But we need look. What we say is probably correct when it comes to VAR, right? Because we don't make. I don't think I do in person. I, don't, I won't speak for you, three, but I don't feel I make claims on VAR that are out there. I just make them on what I see, the process that goes on, and I usually follow the process that the referees and the linesman and the fourth official and the VAR go through to come to a decision, and then I will pick holes in it because it's quite easy to do, right? But we're just going, and, and as much as it annoys us and as much as we will talk about it from this week, next week, the week after, we'll probably do it midweek, you never know. We have to, there's, there's two ways this going to go, Shani, right? And Keith and Kev. They're going to sort something out where they just tell all these pricks to fuck off, right? Okay, which is very, very the chances are absolutely minimal, minuscule, okay? Or we're going to have to just learn to deal with it. And as much as you don't like uh, it, no, Shawnee, because Shawnee, you will only fucking, you will only have yourself demented over it. But Gav, it's getting to the stage now. Forget about us; it's affecting the product. Shawnee, it's not getting, it's not getting to a stage, Shawnee. It is that stage. Exactly, it's at a stage now where this is the product, product. Shawnee. It's not affecting the product. This is the product, and it will literally because it will. The integrity will be called into into play because. Like that, that could be getting off that right, but just in general, today his mannerism going over in the middle of the game to talk to Klopp because the fourth official called him over. Yeah, yeah. Like it, all about them, and you only have to wait to look the way they carry themselves. The best refs are the ones you don't know their name, you don't even notice that they're Yeah. Like the only one in the Premier League is anyway decent is your man Oliver. And I think, to be honest with you, That's I it. think it can be a bit counterproductive sometimes, Klopp tearing strips off them, but you need that. There's the element of it that, like, Klopp is is like me, he's like you, he's like us. Yeah. Like, he, he feels it. And in the moment, he can fly off the handle. Like, he said to Paul Tierney, you have a fucking problem with me. And it's clear he does. Hmm. Well, yeah, it's obvious now. Now it's yeah. obvious. And then today, like, Atwell was kind of, and they're going out of way to kind of show you don't control me, hmm. sort of thing. Yeah. But all we're asking for is fucking fairness. We're yeah, like petulant children. We're That's top of that fair play list every yeah. single year. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, half ex- I'm half expecting. I'm half expecting the next excuse to come out for the referees is um, a bit like when kids do something wrong. I'm expecting the next thing to come out is they've nothing to do. There's nothing in the area for them. You know the sort of way when kids yeah. do mad stuff and they go, yeah, well, yeah, there's yeah. nothing really there for them and what are they meant to do and there's nothing for them. And, and I'm a half expecting referees to come out and say that. Like, Whereas we should be doing, doing where the dog this, pisses on the floor. We're doing this on the weekend it. because during the week we've nothing to fucking entertain. You know, um, not good enough. It's no, not it's not. It's enough. not good enough. But Shani, I'm gonna tell you what. When a big decision at the back end of this season, because the way it's going, all right, it, it's going to be like that boat. It's going to be bottlenecked at both ends, right? Yeah. When a big decision goes away and it's as blatant as that was yesterday, which there will be more, 
lawsuits will start being pulled up because there's rules, there's real books for a reason. And these fellas are just fucking ripping them up on the spot due to their own ego. So it's, yeah. it's not right. It's not, an, it's affecting the game. But we won't run it because again, we're on the we're on the bad, bad end of a, a refereeing department today. I feel, and if we both, had a loss, no, sorry, game, both sides were absolutely both sides were because Naby was very Naby Kate was lucky. I don't think he was. I don't think he was. No, if he saw if he saw red, I wouldn't have. No, I, I think, think you slow that down. When that's put into super slow motion, it might look like he does. I think two of them are going for the ball. Both of their feet are at the same height. Chalaba gets a nick on it and Nabi's foot goes. It can't go anywhere else. His foot cannot go anywhere else other than where it goes. So I you're genuinely think you're that responsible is fucking... for the safety of, the, of your opponents. His studs went straight into his thigh. Yeah, but that could have been should, Chalaba going they, into him. The two what about bleeding? What about Rudiger's two foot bleeding tackle in yeah. the second half? Then? Yeah, yeah. yeah, same, same. So it's it, just it, when you this is a result when they, of when they let the game flow, someone is going to get hurt. Yeah, but this is a, exactly this is a result of them going too far the other way. Yeah, they 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 struggle to find the balance in the game. Like you'll hear stuff like, "Oh, a minute into the game, you're on clatter them," and they go, "It's only a minute in. Doesn't matter if he fucking does something the first or eighty ninth minute. You do make the exact the same decision. This isn't you about your opinion. In Italy and Ireland. This, but this isn't. Card, this isn't. Uh, about, it was a red card in the first few minutes. Exactly, um, but, th- but this isn't about opinion. This isn't about your opinion or the the context of the game. You are looking at what happens, whether you're only on the pitch or you're about to just leave it because you think you're yeah. thinking about your dinner when you get home. And what happens is they go one way or they go the other and they go too far. You know what I mean? But and the funny thing is, he makes a great point in the chat there about the refs. Sorry for cutting in. Just while we're talking yeah. about referees, she says, uh, they used to be rated after the game, but Mike Riley got rid of it, which goes against what they are supposed to do, per UEFA and FIFA. And that is the crux of it. Mike Riley was one of the worst referees from the No, what happens is they all, go back, they all go back to George's park now and they all yeah. have a, a, a breakdown on their game. And then nothing said, and you mightn't see him next week in the Premier League, but goddamn sure you'll see him in the Premier League the week after. But anyway, yeah. listen, let's get away from him because it does there's football to be spoken about, not these pricks. Yeah. So um we'll definitely get get on to them again. You know we will. So um look, it's just it's chances here, it's offsides, it's it's there's loads of tension in it. You know what does subs going on, does and I want to get to the penalties. Right, yeah. Kelleher makes a really good save at the very end from Lukaku, who I thought was very bright when he came on. In fairness to him, I did think he looked a bit different um, to what he has in the past. Uh, Lukaku, he was bright, he was making runs, he was getting across defenders, and that's what you're looking for him to do. But I agree with Shawnee. The way Chelsea play, they should ditch him, and they should. There's actually an argument to play Werner through the middle before you play Lukaku in that style that they play where they want runners and they want pace and they want this and that. But I was delighted to see Pulisic and Mount going off. Yes, and so was I. I couldn't Werner believe Mount went off the pitch. Lukaku I couldn't believe Mount went off the pitch. Delighted yeah, when that happened. Back from injury, it's, it's the only reason he had to go off. He could never have done 120 minutes, you know. But yeah. it was. Um, one of those, like someone was saying, did I think it was a red card? I said, I wouldn't argue with it if it was given as a red. It was a 50-50, like Keith was saying, but it was one of those that when the feet are up and the suds go through, you're taking a huge gamble. And players got to be smart about it because referees will go the other way in a week's time. And then they'll let go back. They ref- they don't ref- they're not consistent. They don't referee the game the same way throughout the season. We know that. 
So it's just see what see how it goes during the FA Cup rounds because I guarantee you it'll go it'll swing back the other way where they start calling for everything. Now. Of course it will because they don't have any yeah. consistency to what they do. Um, it gets the penalties, Shawnee. I'll come to you. Um, they take off Mendy and they put Kepa on with two minutes to go in the extra time, and then Kepa, which I didn't see this, I had to ask one of the lads because literally when the final whistle went. Oh, I went out for a smoke. Behavior was mad. I, I went out for a smoke, and I have this thing. I I have this thing in finals, right? Just so people know, I don't watch first five minutes of finals, right? I just don't watch them. I have this thing where I don't watch the first five minutes of a final. I miss the opening goal for Liverpool in Madrid because I don't watch the first five minutes. My missus will literally sit there and say, five minutes is up, and I'll come into the room. Just a thing, and also I don't watch any st- stuff between the final whistle and the first penalty. So I didn't see any of this. But Kepa comes on, Shawnee. Um, he's in the goal. It comes to this. And lads are telling me, Gav, he's like, he's doing fucking witch doctor shit on the ball. And he's in the huddle. And he's fucking doing... Now, yeah, he's screaming. You can see he keeps asking. He keeps asking. Give me give me a ball. Give me a ball. And you can yeah. see he's like trying to get the feel for a ball. And then if you even look, which was the first time I've seen, Milner takes a first penalty. Yeah. He's carrying the ball. And Kep is turning around to the ref asking him for the yeah, ball. he's like, give us the ball, give us the ball. Yeah, yeah. give us he's the saying, ball. He's saying, no, get in. He was cold coming on, and you could tell. And I was thinking, like... <sighs> Mendy obviously it- took a well. Mendy, t- Mendy goes off. And it was a pre-planned thing, I think. But M- oh, Mendy, Mendy is great at the AFCON and shootouts. Yeah. He saves a big few, few big penalties and shootouts at the AFCON. So yeah. I'm thinking, is this just a mind game thing? I don't know. I don't. I don't know whether even Kepa is great at pens. To be honest with you, because you seem like it, the, the, it's, we, it's that came up that he saved four this season in shootouts. Yeah, what was well, that? They were, they were, no, they were in two at the start of the league cup. They had um, I have it here. They beat Villa on penalties and they beat Southampton on penalties at the start of yeah, the league. So I just league cup. So his fucking behaviour, little rat like him. Honestly, I yeah. hope nobody's yeah. paying for my courses tonight because I'm going to go. <laughs> no, 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 yeah. no, nobody's, no, nobody's paying tonight. Nobody's paying tonight. No, Sorry, I should have, I should have yeah. given, given you the clearance <laughs> when we started. Can you tell us though? Well, I'm just thinking about it. I asked you today where you were. You were in the Camden. Oh. And before we got to the penalties, I said to you, um, majority Liverpool, and you went, yeah, a couple of Chelsea. <laughs> tell the, tell the people what you said to me when you said uh, the Matthew Goal got disallowed. Oh, what, your man giving it the big one? Yeah, what did you say to me? Because I loved it. I can't remember. So basically, I messaged Sean and I went, uh, we in the Camden, he went, yeah. I said, oh, brilliant. Like, it was a mostly Liverpool. He went, yeah, a couple of Chelsea said they got very horny when, when Matthew's <laughs> goal was disallowed. Yeah, they did, yeah. They, they, but, uh, they, they, that quickly. Jack uh, Russell's with red lipsticks going around. Some fella was wandering around like Conor McGregor in front of me. Yeah. And my message yeah. given out to me, she said, when Liverpool won, the first thing you did was run out of him. You didn't even give me a hug or a kiss. Yeah. Yeah. Now, uh, his card was marked. His, mar- his card was marked yeah. from early yeah. doors. Yeah, you're right on him from To be fair, in the end, he was a, uh, he took a well and he was shaking hands and all. It was all a bit of crack. It never yeah, got did. real. Ten Lawson's going over yeah. to him, squared enough to him. Anyone and doesn't know, Sean is about he, six he foot three. He said that to me, he goes to me, I was looking over just was thinking the fucking size of all level better not start. <laughs> <laughs> he's a thing going big like me brothers are bigger. Um, Paddy Lawson's uh, a fucking giant of a man. Yeah, Paddy's a big like, man. Uh, Penhouse Gav, I just, do you know what? I I, I was thinking to myself because my brother Gizmo was, he had to coach me through the whole game. He was like, 
it's going to be all right. We're going to be fine. And yes. I, I've not a war down me. I was like playing Rain Man sitting down, yeah. down with the blade numbers in my head. <laughs> the eyes and all are flickering all over the place. I was thinking to myself, like, oh, I just can't do them. Because I remember when United lost the Villa, the shoot out the Villa Royale, I remember how horny I was in the yeah. sitting room. Yeah. I was jumping around the place, laughing at them, and I was thinking, this is all going to come back to bite me, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. like it, it's what goes around, comes around sort of thing, but, and the fucking carry on of that little prick. But, yeah. I have to say something, Gav, the absolute stones on every single one of our penalty takers. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Every one of them. kill him with the ball. And I don't but know. But the I'd, thing is, like, I'd say when he, I'd say when, Ke- obviously he'll go through that tomorrow with his coaches or whatever. And I'd imagine they will be saying to him, what the fuck were you doing? He literally left one side of the goal open. Yeah. And I wouldn't mind, he doesn't even try to dupe him and go the other yeah. side. Stays there. Stays there. So I was thinking, oh, he probably didn't even real. He looked at a wreck. Kepa looked a wreck. Yeah. And he, he, he did. And I was thinking, he probably doesn't even realise he's not even in the middle of his goal here, the gobshite. Yeah. But, um, that was the moment I want, that I want he to go- looked like he lost it. Well, I want I want to go through the Liverpool penalties. We can do it one by one if we want, or we can just pick out ones. But I I just want to talk about the Chelsea the Chelsea ones, right? Um, and I let Kev talk about the Chelsea ones, and then we go back to the the thing because, um, Kev, you know, Quivey and Kelleher, he's in goal. He's a cork man, so I want to leave this with you. But um, couple of things on the Chelsea ones. They were really good penalties. The vast majority, that like literally, like ninety five percent of them were deadly. Right? He gets close to a couple, Kev. And the other thing is, well, we're scoring penalties and doing our job. They're scoring penalties and shushing people and they're fucking making gestures. And the Chelsea, I think they nearly talk, tried to talk themselves out of this. What, why were they so concerned what were outside interference here? They should have been just taking them and walking away. And But, but Kelleher, get it. he gets close, Kev. He gets close to a couple. I mean, the thing is with Tuchel as well, I think Tuchel did a Guardiola. You overthink, he overthink it. Mm. You know, and there was no need for that substitution. He, if anything, he wasted a chance to get fresh legs onto the pitch. You know, because when you go into extra time, you get an extra sub. You know what Do I mean? You? If you yeah, yeah, use five, five subs in the game, I wish someone would have sold me out to the smoking area. <laughs> if you'd have went out there, I was probably standing there, Shawnee and Fairness. Rotman's all over the place. <laughs> you know, it's with Kelleher. Kelleher just, bingo. Penalty was taken, not taken. Walked out to the side. And I guarantee you, he was walking out to the side and he was looking at John Actenberg. For who's coming up, which way is he going to go? And everything, it was just right. It's your turn. I'm going to walk straight in on my line and I'm going to wait. That camera angle that they did for Wembley with the spider cam, I fucking hated it. I absolutely yeah, hated it. Favors. Because yeah. I was yeah. convinced that Kelleher nearly got their first pen. He went the right way. It was the right height. And I don't know whether it was the pace to beat him or what. But the commentators went, yeah, he was beaten by the pace. But I fancied him when he got close to that one, that if he goes right, he will get one. He will save one. But even during in the earlier runs, I think it was um, the Leicester one, Leicester game. Just always fancied him. Always fancied him to do something because he's not a shrinking violet. He's not a small keeper, but he's so calm and composed. And you know he studies it. You know he's like he's definitely a student of 
of goalkeeping and he'd have done loads of they'd have done loads of research on all the Chelsea lads. Plus Chelsea had to go to a penalty shootout in the Club World Cup as well, I think. Or they had they'd, they'd had a recent penalty shootout that they were involved in. Uh, that those players would have there'd have been plenty of info out there on which way these players went on a regular basis. So the fact that he was so calm that he just went from his line over to the side, look for the, look for Actenberg right. Jorginho's coming up. Which way does he go? Yeah, he's uh, a fucker, Roy, Roy him off because he's probably the best penalty taker in the world. That bastard. He's you're ridiculous. But if you're, he's missed a few. He'll always do that skill. Yeah, no, yeah, but it's it's, it's like Bruno. If you guess the right way, they look fucking stupid. But the keepers always commit. They they always fill the keeper to make the move, yeah. and then they just roll the, it in. It's it's yeah. a it's a chicken there. But the best penalty of the lot was Fabinho's. Yeah. That set the tone for the rest he of us. Kept his eye with that. But one, the, 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 I want to, I want to talk about that because Milner puts his Keith. I come to you. Milner yeah. puts his away with a little bit more fizz on it than he usually would. He usually yeah. rolls it into the corner, doesn't he? Yeah. He, you know, he usually sides foot to his right, whips it to the left, but whips it in a case of it's really measured, or he'll just chip one down the middle like he's done a couple of times. But he really puts a load of fizz on this into yeah. the bottom corner as if to go. But my God, Keith, Fabinho, if your man Kepa thinks he's acting the bollocks, Fabinho and then Van Dyke absolutely put him in his box in no uncertain terms. Like, and in two completely different ways. Like one's Penenka, you know, where he, and Fabinho disguises it absolutely. Even when you watch the replay, you think Fabinho's putting that left or right. And then, and then he stands nearly on the post and Van Dijk just went, I'll oh, give a fuck. I'm just going to bury it. And looks he's back at him. Head off. Aim for his face. Does, does he, does he, do, do, them, do them two penalties, Keith, absolutely knock his strategy on its head? I think Fabinho's penalty kills him because you remember in the World Cup when Italy played England and Andrea Pirlo done it to Joe Hart. And he came out right. afterwards and yeah. he said, he's acting the bollocks. I'm going to shut this fucker up because he's too cocky and he's getting in everyone's face. And by doing the panenka on him, it absolutely, the arse fell out with Joe Hart. Players know that's about 10 happened. years ago now, was it? Yeah, it probably was about 14, was it? 2012? Yeah, it was. It was like getting a punch in the stomach, I'd say. Just windy yeah. a little bit, you know? Yeah. yeah. But it, or a slap in the face where you're expecting a punch and you don't know how to Fabinho's react. Fabinho's not that type of player that you'd expect to have that in his locker as well. You know, but, I, thought, I thought it was all very theatrical with the Kepa thing. Like, yeah. Did any of you notice him going to the dressing room to get his gloves? Like, what yeah. the fuck? Why, why the fuck are you going to the dressing room? There's why a big warm-up area. There's a big warm-up area through those doors. So I bet you a pound a penny he was outside. Yeah, in goals, taking shots and or saving shots. But what or, good is that when you're going on for kennels? Do you know what I mean? You can't practice You can tell he was licking his lips sort of, and he, I'm going to beat him because he done he done what he but did. But then is there is there yeah, a case to think that Tuchel? And listen, I hope he did too because I fucking can't stand him. <laughs> um, as I said earlier, the fella's about four stone wet through after a fucking spice bag. But <laughs> is it a case that Tuchel overthinks it then? Because if this is prearranged. You know, I I think it's Kepa plays all the games up till then, and then he's playing Mendy in the final, and he wants to to appease Kepa. He's saying, "Look, if you get the penals, you're getting it." But as Shawnee said, Mendy's a good a good penal stopper as exactly. well. 
man, but he's he had was a good game. Excellent in the game. He was brilliant. I mean, you know, you're I'm thinking, you're taking a penalty. The last thing you want is a fella who fills out the goal. Mendy yeah. is huge. Yeah, he's a yeah, big he's huge. Huge. Yeah. Look, his, his arms are down to it. Like he's huge. He's very imposing. Like he's a big, he's a big fella. And even with that camera, when I was looking behind it, the two boys look tiny. Yeah, yeah. And Keller looked, six foot two, but you wouldn't know it. Yeah, yeah. But like they would. It was I, I, maybe a right gap. But it's one of them things. If you get it wrong, you're a fucking agent. If you get it right, you're a genius. You know what I mean? It's just Ashley Elsa's watching him come through the doors like he was in a world west saloon. Was yeah, hilarious. that's what it was. Everything swinging. about it, yeah, it was just so yeah, fucking I, I ridiculous. I thought it was very dramatic, and I thought they were all bleed. To be honest with you, I was just when I seen all that I was saying, and we brought a gizmo again. Was saying to me, this has to backfire. You don't just yeah. keep getting away with this. Like it has to, and it, and it did. I think it backfired big time because Daniel James is or Reese James. Reese James. Yeah, Reese James. Reese James would all of that. You should say Kanata is penal. Yeah. That's the only sort of dodgy one out of them all, isn't it? The Kanata one. The rest of them. I mean, if you look at the Liverpool. But in fairness, but in fairness, uh, Kelleher gets closer. Two more penalties than Kepa yeah. does. Yeah. And Kelleher like Kev says, Keller's just completely focused on who's taking it, where they might go, and I'm going that way. You know, the sort yeah. of way. Go on, Keith. Yeah. Now, I'm just going to say, like, Mo Salah takes Liverpool's penalties, and Sean, you said this a million times, you know, he doesn't trust left footers on penalties. And I think his, his technique is getting a bit better. The two against Leeds were beautiful, and he gets a lovely one there tonight. Today's one is side net, and it's fucking dead. It's a beaut. But Fabinho and Milner are better penalty takers for me. And we went in there and the two of them set the tone. I think if you look at who wasn't in that, you know, Ox and Naby both scored cracking penalties against Leicester as well, I think. Um, you've got Thiago can hit a penalty. Liverpool are obviously practicing this because every fucking one of them, bar Canates, which was very savable. It was mad, Canates run up was mad as well. Ah, uh, listen. Yeah. He was oh, he like said the telegraph for that. It was like it he, he, he reminded oh. like it was like me turning up to the hundred and ten meter <laughs> hurdles and having the, the type technique. Like well, it was I'll just like what, run I'll up to this and hit it and hope. We didn't even mention him. He was fucking brilliant when he came He on. was, he was excellent when he came yeah. on. Yeah, he was it's, it's a great it's a great attribute, isn't it, to be a centre back that can come in and just hit the ground running. I think Matt was actually and getting a bit of the runners were getting yeah. a bit of toy yeah. going down Matt upside because they were getting into a bit of a race, but he was he was starting racing him. Yeah. Uh, Alan Stop C says, Stop being reasonable, Kev, or piling in on Kepa and no quarters being given, so Kev, shut the fuck up, right? Um, but someone else said, Can we give a, a bit of love for Harvey Elliott stepping in and standing up for Trent? I've, I love this kid. Yeah. yeah. And, <laughs> and I have to be honest, I'm going to hold my hands up. When I got down to. Elliot Canate, fucking. No, I was shit myself. Kelleher. I was like, <laughs> I, I could actually see all the scenarios where I went, please not Harvey Elliot. He's only yeah. back. He's please only not Canate because he's being like marooned here as number yeah. fucking 10. And then all the talk, like, like during the week, I'm watching stuff from the Anfield rap, which is, it was a brilliant thing on, um, Creevy and Kelleher in Cork, right? I'm watching that. There's the big thing. Klopp's making a statement by putting him in goal. He's been through it. And I'm kind of going, please, not him. And I'm watching it. And every time I got five, four, six, five, I'm going, please, Creevy, just save one. Just fucking say, don't put yourself through this because I can see the numbers dwindling, right? (laughs) And I'm like, and I'm like, and you know what it is? These spawny little fuckers at Chelsea will have, you know, whoever to take them and they've, they're all good penalty takers. Um, 
but Elliot puts his away like it's like it's like in training. He just whips it, boom, gone. Canate yeah. gets a little bit lucky. I give it. It reminded me of Tony Cascarino against Romania, nineteen ninety. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you, yeah. one for the kids. But <laughs> but Kelleher, Keith, Shawnee, Kev, all feel free to jump in because Kelleher strolls up to this uh, literally as if he's fucking Pirlo and just goes bang. Yeah, and he's not saving it. Even if he goes the right way, he's not saving it, and just walks over to the goal as if to go. All right, that's grand. That's done. That's it. And that was the difference in the end between yeah. the two. Hundred yeah. percent focus, focus yeah. and mentality. Yeah, yeah. composure, then, calmness. You you can call it whatever you want. It's bottle, you know. And yeah. the kids got it. In, the kids got it in spades. He's going to be an absolute elite goalkeeper. I hope it's with us. But the, the fear is that someone will really get into his ear that we want you to come and be our number one. And he'll have a decision to make down the line. But while he's, while he's here, Klopp was vindicated and he was outstanding today. And the way he struck that ball, it was so clean. It was, yeah. it was it, you could take his top off and put a number seven on. You know, it was that good. He was good. a striker, wasn't he? Up till fifteen or something. Yeah, I mean, he he'd grown up playing playing football as well, playing GA and playing soccer, and he'd have had to make a decision at around fourteen, thirteen or fourteen. So it wouldn't have been a strange thing to him to be hitting a ball like that and to be taking penalties. Because it's exactly like it's exactly like I think it's Thomason's penalty in the two thousand and five European Cup final. Whips it into the top corner. Just whips it in high in the net. Somewhere between the middle and the top corner. That's exactly what it reminded me of when he hit it. I was like, that is a ridiculous penalty. Because the easiest thing to do for Kevin Keller there blast is A, it. blast it, or B, side for it and look for precision. Yeah. And he doesn't. He whips it into the top corner. It's actually stupid yeah, as a goalkeeper, yeah. what he does there. Yeah. Um, and then the miss. And those two go over those two go, I've seen great stuff like fellas posting pictures of broken windows going, listen, you can't be a prick. Yeah, me for this window and stuff. It was a mad penalty. Changes his mind. No, it, was, it was the penalty of a fella that was at the being trying so hard for the fucking five, ten minutes previous. Yeah. Psych someone out that when it came down to it and he was the man man in the man in the arena, as they say, he just didn't have the fucking balls. He didn't have the ball on it. It was the penal of a man who stood on one side of the goal for a penalty and still got beaten on that side. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? This fella's a fruit loop. Like, yeah. This fella I think he changes his mind. shit his jocks tonight. I think he changes his mind. I think he runs up to that. I have a feeling he, he's going to go to his right. And Keller would have went the wrong way then, right? And changes his mind on the last minute and decides to just smash it. Because there's no direction in it. There's no direction. There's no left or right about it. It's like bang over like the more or less the middle of the goal I think and it's it's so fucking high and so handsome it's it's unbelievable but lads um how happy were you for him come on throw it out there delighted absolutely fucking delighted because you know everyone wants to be a hero do you know what I mean Everybody wants to be a hero. Kepa went into that game coming onto that pitch thinking he was going to be the hero by coming on for a penalty shootout. Mm. Because, look, if you're a goalkeeper... Which, ironically, is a goalkeeper that wouldn't come off. Yeah. yeah. 
That was for Sarri. And, I, for Sarri, yeah. And that was um, the Argentinian goalkeeper. Yeah, Caballero. And was that the penalty? Was that for penalties as well? Yeah, yeah. You so were, they were going to put Cavalero. See, there you go. They were yeah. going to put Cavalero on for penalty. So he yeah, was on yeah. the other side of it. You know, like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But he knew going on there that he could be the hero. And that's why he was going on. You know, I'm going in for the penalties. Because the keeper, you know, Kelleher ends up the keeper, not by saving a penalty, but by scoring a penalty. But when it comes down to a penalty shootout, it's all on the goalkeepers. Kepa thinks he can do it. Kelleher comes out and people are saying, oh, but he didn't save any penalties. Doesn't matter. He fucking scored the winning penalty. And that is just, it's, it was like when, not comparing him with Adrian, but Adrian saves a penalty in the Super Cup final and Adrian gets to be the hero. Mm. Quavin Kelleher gets to be the hero. He scored a penalty that won the fucking cup for Liverpool. It doesn't matter if it's a lead. Lovely cup. moment after the matter. game when your man says to him, how's it feel you scored the winning goal, cup final, the penalty in he- and you could just see him, he was going, well, yeah. oh, I, I, I actually didn't realise that I got the winner. Like, yeah. just, like again, like this group of players and this manager, above all else, you can tell they're good people, they're good yeah. skins. You could see the way they treat Alison, the way he was with Keller afterwards was brilliant. Yeah, it's just good. It's good. Does it? They were, all, there. they were, and I just seen my Henderson tweeted actually as well, which was a lovely touch saying, Congratulations to all the young players that contributed along the way. Yeah. We couldn't yeah. have done it without you. Yeah. And it's a testament to what this team is about, Gav. They were, it's never just about the individual, it's yeah. always about the collective with them. Yeah. And yeah. you could see how happy they were for Keller. I'm beyond proud, so proud of him. And a fellow Cork man, Kev, I can't imagine yeah. your yeah. sense of was a fella from yeah, your it Ah, I'd say I, Kevin, I know, all I them down there be claiming to went to school and their cousins and yeah, all that. Yeah, God knows what be going on there. I feel like everyone in Dublin it'll is all over the, the radio around. tomorrow. It'll be all over the local radio for the next few days. That uh, you know about Keller and that. But I mean, I thought you were going to say be all over the local local radio. That I'm cousins <laughs> with <laughs> Keller. We used 29 players in the League Cup. 23 players, according to Lord. Going into, yeah, going into today, we used 29. Okay, and I think. Today was Sadio's first game in the league since 2018. Yeah, so I mean, but the 29 lads that got us there, you know, you you can't play them all. But it was good to see that Henderson recognised the fact that you know everyone contributed, and that's what they've built. They've yeah, but it's not. But Kev, it's, it's it's not only just you know Henderson tweets and says that. Look at Minamino after. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they're literally giving the trophy to Minamino and every there's loads of players behind him geeing up the crowd as if to go, you give him what he deserves. And, and when him. Kelleher, sorry, sorry, when, yeah. just one last thing on Kelleher. Kelleher wins it, right? And Alisson is fucking delighted for him. There's no kind of Alisson standing back, but you can see in the conversation they're having that he's congratulating him and he's giving them motivational stuff at the same time. You can see it. He's he's yeah. basically telling them, like, uh, no, I don't know what the words are, but you, it, you can nearly read from going, it's only the start for you, you know. Enjoy it, but trust me, you're going to go on and do great things or whatever it might be. You might be saying to them, but you can see the drive in them for each other. I think it's it's a huge thing, and for to go 120 minutes and 21 or 22 penalties, and still to be that committed to each other, I think is it's absolutely it's, it's huge. That's yeah. well, we're on about the, this photo on the wall thing with uh, Keller. There's apparently there's a, a wall of honour with all the keepers that have won trophies for Liverpool. And uh, that was what 
Klopp was alluding to that Kelleher will get his his photo up on that wall. So that's there forever, mm. you know. Yeah. Uh, no matter what happens, I think you know, he'll go down the club's history. I think he'll be Liverpool number one one day. So do I. And I think, yeah. and I think it might even be after the spell where he's gone from the club. I think, I think he could go and play somewhere. I do, I do think he'll, and I'd have absolutely no problem with it. And he, you know, the said, only, is it, I wouldn't be lonely. But yeah, I'd, I'd, be, I'd be selling them with a buyback. Yeah. The, someone yeah. said that comment, the buyback clause was invented for the likes of... Because you need Kelleher. him to have security in where he is, but the 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 character of coming back to Liverpool, he, if he shows he's good, he's good enough. He, he would be... I'd say he's better than Kasper Schmeichel. Yeah. Kasper Schmeichel's just a melt with a famous... I'd say he'd be a better keeper for sports than Hugo Lloris. Yeah, doesn't okay, make the mistakes yeah. that you go always makes. Look, he's going to uh, West Ham. Is it going to Palace or West Ham? Palace, no, yeah, he's Palace. Palace. He's a better goalkeeper than Fabianski. That's has been good at Wolves. Like this, this is a kid who could play at the very, very top level. And you know what, lads? In a couple of weeks, Touchwood. If Allison was out, I'd have absolutely no problem no, with him. Being it wouldn't even be a discussion for me because he's so good. Yeah. And, you know, he deserved it today. And anybody who was oh, fucking yeah. shiting out of them all week saying we should put sentiment ahead of trophies, stick it up your hole. Trophies ahead of sentiment, Sean. Trophies ahead of yeah. Sorry, yeah. Say, stick it up your hole because one thing the biggest big by club is it's trust and exactly. it's loyalty. Yeah. And, and that's what he showed him today. And he showed every single kid, uh, every single kid going to Kobe tomorrow to train from wherever age gap up. They know if they get there and they get the chance, they will be rewarded with loyalty because that's exactly what Klopp is. He's yeah. loyal. Like you said, you, Gav, the, the quote you said that he said, that's yeah. exactly him. Yeah. And you've seen Taki today and he's another one. I remember when we won the league and they yeah. were out celebrating with the trophy and poor Taki was like a bleeding, a dirty car cleaner hanging around the back picking up confetti and all. Like you, you could just tell. Did anyone see? Did anyone see the clip of uh, Canada getting the confetti in his mouth? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was so funny. He, he probably, Robertson's in bits felt, laughing at him. <laughs> yeah, he probably felt he didn't deserve to be there and lifting the title, and he didn't play his part in it. But he can, no matter what happens with Minamino now, he was a he had a massive role in that run. Yeah, yeah. he was, scored a lot of goals. He and scores he sc- two away he- at Norwich. He scores away at Preston. He scores a home. The one against Leicester. Huh? Fucking yeah. last minute. We're out other than that. Minute, yeah. um, before we get to Man of the Matches and a few more bits before we finish, Fayla Khan is our charity. Um, check them out in the description um, if you want to know all about them. But take it from me, I'm not lying to you. They're a fantastic charity. And also in the description is the link to the donate page. Our Golf Day has four holes left to sponsor 100 euro each if anyone individual or company out there wants to sponsor us and um, get in contact lfcdaytroopers at gmail.com as i said there's four left and um, all of the players are more or less paid up they will be in the next 24 hours um so and that will bring us close to the four thousand mark which is really good with a couple of months to go but we're really going to hammer down now on donations and maybe we're going to try get the trippers lads together to do a couple of things um days out and stuff like that to try to raise more money but absolutely go and check them out bet me we got in the pot this weekend we were yeah. four points off uh winning some money today we're getting closer and closer 
Um, so fair play to Kev, uh, Luke and Chris for having a go at that on Friday night. We're going to have another go um, at the hopefully for the Norwich game but um, if you want to get involved there the link is in the description again you can sign up for absolutely free you can play a free pot for free and um, without depositing anything it'll get you the lay of the land and how you feel about it and it might be something that interests you but as we say it's a really good game by the way it's a re- because you're playing against all humans like it's not just to get, it's not against Betmate whatsoever they're just uh, allowing this to go on so go and check them out and as I said um, we're going to have another go during the week Link is in the description. Go and check that out. And um, IP Vanish. There was a bit of confusion over this during the week because people were going, this doesn't work. This fucking code doesn't work. And I was getting threatened and I found out what was going on. www.ipvanish.com forward slash day trippers. That's the only address you need. You go in there and you're getting it for about $3 a month, which is really good because a lot of them out there are about $10, $11. Between 8 and Eleven, twelve dollars a month. Some go up a bit higher than that. But if you need a VPN, go and check out IP Vanish. All right, um, lads. I want to ask just one couple of last questions so we can get out of here about half eleven. Unless you want to stay till half twelve, one o'clock. But I don't have enough cans, so I'm just trying to there. Um, man of the match, Shawnee. No, no contest for me. Lewis Diaz. I'm actually frightened at the thought what this fella's going to do mm. at Liverpool once he gets I'm not even going to say once he gets settled but just the more you see of him the fella is ridiculous he's, he's technically better than the two lads up front I don't care what any, I'm not, I don't think he's so skillful yeah he had very different he's direct as well though Shawnee he just I think it'll just seriously quick. Seriously so quick. quick. So quick. When he gets well, more well, used to the pressing triggers that the others do, he's going to be frightening because he's very good at pressing as it is. When he's well, I haven't seen anyone really. Like, Aaron Lennon used to just go down the side past players for fun. Yeah, but yeah. He couldn't do that when he got the ball. He just ghosts defenders. He, he, done, it, he done it against Leeds. He done it again today. Three or four times where he just and then he gets his head up and the ball back into space or whatever. I think once the players are around and become more accustomed to playing with him and vice versa, I think this fella's yeah. numbers are going to be off the charts. He, he's going to be... It, it's, it's frightening how good he is technically. It's, some of his touches. and He's a joy to watch above all else. And that's what we do. We get you off your seat. And I, I can't wait to see um, what this fella does. I, I, I actually... When are we playing again? Wednesday? Yeah. yeah. Norwich yeah. in the Cup. Yeah, he's not playing. I won't play that. Oh, Sean, he's, he's, he can't be I'm not watching it. I'm not, if he's not playing, I'm not I'm watching it. <laughs> <laughs> if he's not playing, I'm not watching it. Simple as fuck with yeah. that. Well, there is five subs, so you never know. Yeah, but he's just... I think he's all right as well because he was trying shapes in the dressing room. So I imagine he's yeah. all right. But yeah. he looks. Do you know what the thing is about him is? And look, I, I think I, I'm giving it to Kevin Kelleher because of the saves he made during the game, uh, the penalty he takes, and the fact that he's the fella nearest to Kepa when Kepa kicks the ball into orbit. But I couldn't argue out with you over Lewis Diaz. But how settled he looks already. How comfortably he looks around his teammates. You know, you look at Minamino that's there two years. And is still kind of being pushed on. Now he's a, like he's probably still settling. I thought I'm not too sure, but 
for me, Lewis Diaz just looks like he's walked in there. And I said it the other night, he's walked in and went, I'm a 50 million pound player, probably more. You've got, you've, you've fucking, you've got a bargain and I'm going to show you. But he has that outward confidence in himself to be, you know, straight in talk, you know, having to crack with Simicast. And it's, it's actually, it's actually mad. A few comments on him though, right? Um, Diaz was relentless, reminded me of Barnes in the 89 Cup final, says Red Soy. Uh, Diaz is a baller, says John Diaz, man of the match, says Charlie the Red. After Kepa, uh, says, says <laughs> Captain Sal, it's Diaz. Sam Tandy, and I have it up on screen, says Lewis Diaz is fearless, will become one of the best players in the world, literally, because Klopp will take him to that level. Um, let me see. Imagine him on a preseason under Klopp. His passing is underrated, says Jono. And Diaz was just unplayable, says a boy... Not him, um, is that person's name. Struggling after a few cans to read that, to be honest with you. Um, but I, t- I thought he was absolutely um, outstanding. And the fo- the thing about it is, if you want to mark Mo Salah, try give him room on the other side then, because he's just going to get better and better for me. Keith, are you going with Kelleher? Are you going with Kepa? Or are you going with Luis Diaz or somebody else? Kepa was like spud and trade spotting when he goes to the job interview that's and takes Chris a lot of speed before it. Did he? Because yeah, that's exactly what he was like. Are you a man? Oliver McCall before he fought Lennox Lewis and just had this fucking absolute <laughs> brain fart in the middle of the ring. I've never seen a fella having a matter sort of period than what this fella done. So he, he, he didn't get it for me. Now, I was taught, obviously, the two we are looking at is Virgil gets man of the match, but Kelleher for me, or it's Lewis Diaz, and it's Kelleher for his in-game performance, not discarding the penalty. He was brilliant in that match. Fucking brilliant. No nerves. Do you know what I liked about him? He still came out for balls. Remember he had that thing against Cardiff when he came out and he clattered into your man yeah. and he could have got sent off. Should have got sent off. I don't, I, tell you, I don't think so. But anyway, we had this argument for about 20 minutes on That's that right. day. But, but he still played that way. It didn't affect him. I thought he was excellent. But I think Diaz was just from the, the first minute till the, the minute he went off. He has you on the edge of your seat. That comparison with Barnes in the 89 Cup final is excellent. Because that's what he reminds me of. Do you know what I mean? He is very, very John Barnes. And I know that's sacrilege. If, he's, John if, he, t- if he turns out, if he turns out to be half the player John Barnes was at Liverpool, um, strap yourselves in because John Barnes, in my, in my opinion, is still the best player to ever play with Liverpool. But you know what? It, what he's brilliant at, the ball is coming at him from fucking a height, and it's sticking to him. It's coming down, and he's taking it in a stride. He's doing six or seven no look passes a game. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where we stand on that, but I, I'm on fire. Yeah. Once he reached that, once he reached that destination, ah, he gives a shit. <laughs> I don't know. I think he came and Bobby in there no looking all over the place. Considering, considering some of the lads look like they were pissing in the jocks when they got on the ball. This yeah. fella pulling the ball out of the sky. We didn't even mention it yet. We got off. We'd be here all night. I don't care actually. The flick <laughs> around Reese yeah. James. Lovely. <laughs> He's fucking like doesn't know where to look. It's yeah. just... Yeah. Reese James he's, left he's, the ground with a neck brace on, it's like, to be honest with you. You know what? There's the shades of... The, the, he reminds me a little bit of Ronaldinho, where... Oh, it, hold on. Hold on. This is <laughs> I can't get what's staying on. No, no. In, in, in the, where, like, 
Remember when you were watching Ronaldinho years ago? And if yeah. you just got the ball and gave a simple five-yard pass, you know, no, that was shite. Like, you expect yeah. something every yes. time you get the there's ball. there's an expectancy yeah. level to him. Yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah. You, you expect them to do, like, obviously, if you get it, Look, I'm not saying he's as good as Ronaldinho. Let's not fucking... I'm just grabbing another can. No, right in Ronaldinho rabbit holes now. Yeah. We're going to need it. Go he, he but just it's a great comparison. It's like something... You just expect him to do something every time he gets the ball. And he's someone to hit. He has to, he has to start yeah. us. He has to start. Yeah. He has the flair, the magic. He has... The reason for it is as a street footballer. Yeah. He wasn't coached to death from the age of seven to... 15 or 16. And most European players that we'll see coming through the ranks, they are drilled in system, in tracking, and this and that and the other. He's not. He's an instinct player. He's a touch player. He's a field player. And Suarez was like that. Very Suarez. Suarez very, very, very Suarez. Like, and Keith, one night you're definitely going to have to go through a thing of where Luis Diaz came from and how he... His story, his backstory yeah. is, is unreal. It is a good story. But you can tell that he's just a pure instinct touch player. And when he gets confident and he gets selfish, when he gets selfish, it's got to be unreal. And he gets the language down and stuff like that. But when he gets selfish, he's got to be an absolute nightmare. You know, you'll, you, won't, you won't leave him out the side. You'll have to fit others in around him. You know, credit where credit's due. And people were roaring about him last year. I didn't see it, but my God, my God, I've never been so wrong about a player. He's, 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 he's different, he's different levels. And does the donkey walk back as well? Do you yeah, know what I mean? He's not afraid it. to go back and do all that, yeah. which is absolutely key in this team. I think you need to be able, you can't just be a flair player in the attacking sense and not coming back and doing your walk. And that's what he's brilliant at. You know what I mean? But that again, it comes down to being a fighter and a street baller. And we've all seen it. We've seen it in Dublin. We've seen it. I'm sure you've seen it in Cork. People yeah. in the chat have seen it. People that play street ball, that fight for every fucking thing. Quality is quality. And he has that in spades. And I think he's... Uh, Johnny's comparing him to Ronaldinho. And look, it's a big claim. I'm I get what it. you're saying. I'm, I'm, I'm on board. big into that as Please. well because yeah. there's an expectation, there's an expectancy when he gets the ball that he's going to do something. He's going to have you on the edge of your seat. He's going to have okay. you say, what's this fuck I'm going to like Ocasio was a wide player. Where yeah. if you... Like, if Ocasio just gave a simple pass, you'd be sort of disappointed. Like, you know what I mean? He's yeah. so skilled. He's so good to watch. And as Kev said, I think... The killer instinct will come with him. That's probably he scored yeah. a lot of goals at Porto, but I think the killer instinct will come. I think this, he probably looks up sometimes and just try to play. If he just learns to be that little bit more selfish, look, it's unbelievable. The, there's an, the, there's the, an, but there's an understanding that has to grow as well, Shawnee. Like by the way, reclaimer who um some people think is me, it's not. I haven't got the time to be two people. Um, he says 500 likes and Keith will sing us out with a song of yeah. the chat's choice, apparently. Um, but Joshua says Diaz last month has seen him move to a new country, playing all four um competitions, seasons of England's England's weather and win a cup all because Tottenham building them. But Shawnee, like it's it's an understanding that he's gone. And remember, he, he he has played in the League Cup, he's played in the FA Cup, he's played in the League, and he's played in the Champions, Champions League, League, right? So there's going to be loads of different, you know, um, personnel around him. Not very settled. You know the sort of way when you, when you look at it. He just looks, uh, he just 
has a bang off him of a fella that walk, has walked in the door and went, without being too cocky, but he's going, I'm well worth the money you've gave me. I'll fucking show you. And he's only going to get better because you know when Klopp gets hold of him in a proper way and says to him, right, you're definitely starting on the left now. I'm playing Jota through the middle and I'm going to play Salah on the right and Mane, Firmino, whoever else, um, all have a chance to be in this side as well. He is going, he's, he looks to me a player that revels in it. And the bigger, the bigger the occasion and the bigger the game and the more you prone him, he seems to thrive off it. And I don't know if I'm right, because in fairness, when it comes to Luis Diaz, I watched him twice against Liverpool. I watched him a handful of times after that and thought he was really good in some games I watched. Against Liverpool, I thought he was poor um, in one game. And he was... He was, oh, he was. No, not at Anfield. He was really good at Anfield because he looked at him all the time. But mm. he... Uh, I'm not saying he's exceeding expectations because it's quite a big price tag. But there's something different to him that I didn't see. And I'm I'm openly saying that. Like I'm not here to be a fucking expert on football or players like that. The thing is with him, like, it doesn't matter if we're playing Scuntop in the third round of an FA Cup at home or it's a final. He plays football the same way no matter what. And it's that it's an arrogance that South American footballers seem to have that mm. I'm gonna I'm doing everything I can here to hurt you in in a football sense and I'm gonna walk my arse off as well. So if you're not on it, I'm gonna be all over you like a rash. And that's what, like, it's like the old thing when you see Mitrovic leaving the den and the the Millwall fans are having a go on him and he's just looking at him going, do you think I'm scared of you? I'm from the Balkans sort of thing. Yeah. You don't realise the background. goals and 30 games, Mitrovic. Yeah, you don't realise the backgrounds that these fellas come from. Yeah. You don't realise what they've come from. You don't realise what they've gone through to get to where they've had to get to. So this is the easy part for them. Yeah. The hard work this is the easy playing in front of millions playing playing for a big club like Liverpool when they get that just reward some people just treat it different yeah and, and they have that level of hunger and that's why so many of them always move on to a Real Madrid or a Barcelona because it's that hunger it's that never happy it's always willing to succeed he keeps going keeps trying 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 even when he gets tackled hard he gets straight up the fella's going to be a superstar I can't I it's ridiculous how right that this recruitment team have gotten this. If you wanted to mould a player, like create a player on FIFA, ready to go into that Liverpool team, it, it wouldn't be too far away from from the mould of a Lewis Diaz. I think he has to look often that. I'll say it now. I'd be surprised if Lewis Diaz in two or three years' time is actually asking to leave Liverpool and go to Real Madrid or Barcelona. He has the look of a fella that's arrived at Liverpool and went, this is the fucking business. And if the team is as good as I think it's going to be, there's no need for me to go anywhere else. He just has that look off him. Um, to finish up, though, I want to ask you how significant this win is today. It's the League Cup. Um, some people take it serious, some people don't. In fairness, if you go over early doors, you go playing the old youngflas. That's what happens. But as it goes on, you gain more interest. And as you've seen today, both teams put out really strong sides. But, like... I'm going to say it now, Liverpool are going for a quadruple. And until that is untrue, it's it's a, it's a really true statement that I'm telling you there. And I'm on board completely with it, um, the fact that Liverpool are going for a quadruple. And until they can't win that, I'm staying that way. But Kev, I'll come to you first. It's the first trophy of the season. We've seen many a time, like Jose Mourinho, I think his first trophy at Chelsea was uh, yeah. a league up against Bells. us yeah. in the February 2005, I think. But Kev, how big is this? Because 
it's one in the bank. And there you go. Well, we've won there now. And we can do the same in the FA Cup. See where the Champions League takes us. And we're absolutely going for this league. I don't give a shit what anyone says. And I don't yeah. care about Chris Cavanagh or that other little muppet that was reffing yesterday. Liverpool are going absolutely for this league. How big is today in helping the belief and the togetherness in the squad? And not only that, knowing that you can throw X, Y and Z into teams at different times. And we'd be absolutely fine. Yeah, it's absolutely massive. Look, this is just the beginning of the end for the season now. This is the run-in. And eventually, some side is going to win a quad. Someone's going to do it. If we do you it, they'll cancel football. They'll stop it. They'll <laughs> just put an end to but it. But the thing is, sides have got close. We all saw when Man United won their treble, right? That We thought that was the holy grail. That was never going to be done again. And even for me growing up, doing a double was rare as hen's teeth until someone did it. And then it became pretty common that sides would win a league in an FA Cup. We're, we have as good a chance as what City have ever had in doing all four. But you have to get the first one done. Once you get the first one done, that yeah. breeds confidence. And you take that confidence into the next game. It was like when we were going for an unbeaten season. Until you're beaten, that run is on. You know, and it wasn't until the Watford game that it ended. But right up until then, the belief and the fear in a side to not to the fear of failure is a great motivator. And if they get into the belief that this is really on, you know, that they could go down in the history of football, not just Liverpool Football Club, but in the history of the game as being the first to complete a historic achievement. It's going to be a great motivator for it. And hopefully they'll drive on for it. But I mean, the Scott, I guarantee you, the side that we put out in the fifth round of the FA Cup ain't going to be a weekend. You know, there's, it will be a decent, strong side, especially with the five sub rule there. We're going to want to make sure and give ourselves the best possible chance. Now, he won't go full strength, obviously, but it'll be strong enough to beat an Norwich side. And, you know, take each day as it comes and what have you. But it's 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 there. It's there to, to be taken. We're a quarter of the way done a quarter of the way done for it. You know, and arguably today could be the hardest one because Chelsea were a stubborn bastard side. You know, and we got through it. I don't want to see them fuckers again. Oh, I'll take I'll take another I'll take another yeah. go off them. Yeah, would well, I'd love them to draw City. That would be the ideal thing now to happen in the next round. Nobody wants us, Johnny. You have to remember. No, if there was a game of pogs going tomorrow, nobody would want Liverpool. That's the way it is. Three months from now, we'd be all riding quad bikes to Paris. Um, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've... I, I can't believe how confident I am over Council of Paris. <laughs> I genuinely can't. But, um, Keith, like, you know, it, it's a trophy in the bank. And it's big because Luis Diaz wins his fourth trophy at Liverpool. You know, Canate wins his fourth trophy at Liverpool. Thiago. his first final. You know. Uh, Jota. Jota, yeah. There's, there's, there's numerous players there that win their fourth trophy at Liverpool and get that feeling. And, you know, that, that you've seen other players come along and, and that basically the rest of the squad that won European Cups and, and, and leagues. Does it push you on, Keith? Does it give you that extra buzz where you go, you target the league at the start of the season, or you target the Champions League, and you get this one and you go, oh, 
we, we could fucking do something absolutely major here. Yeah, 100%. <clears throat> They're all horny now because they've won that. And that's a fact. The players now, these are not... A few years ago, there was a thing with the League Cup that the winners of the League Cup would nearly fall off a cliff. You know, you win the League Cup in February and then your league form would sort of take a nosedive after it. That's changed now. Like, the elite teams are taking this serious. They may not do it in the, the early stages, the early rounds. We've often got poxy draws and, and just said, right, it's not for us. Now we've got that under our belt. That's the catalyst to go on and do it. And Man City have done it. Man City have used the League Cup as a catalyst for their league runs and their FA Cup runs. And they're using their squads and they're getting players that aren't in the league team into the into the, the cup teams. And we've done that brilliantly. But what it does now is it sets us up. Man City done it. They won a League Cup, FA Cup league. They can't get over the hump in the Champions League. Now, I agree that we have a chance until we don't to win that quadruple. But where we have the advantage over Man City, and look, I don't mean City are a great team, let's not say they're not. We've been in two Champions League finals, losing one and winning one. A lot of them players have done that. So the idea of going to a Champions League final, we got that monkey off our back, we said this a couple of weeks ago. To get that League Cup, it might sound ridiculous. That's a huge monkey we've got off our back for Klopp. That's a domestic cup that we don't take seriously, that we've gone and won, that we've set ourselves up. This team won't, I don't think, in any way, will be affected by, you know, a hangover from winning the League Cup. I think we'll march on. I think whatever team we put out against Norwich, we will beat them. No disrespect to Delia and the boys. We will beat Norwich in the next round. And then, you, uh, is the FA Cup um, plotted out? Is, is that, do you know, do we know who we'd get in the next round? Or no, is it just an open no, draw all the way? No, it's still an open, it's an open draw. draw, yeah. But this, if you win on Wednesday night, you're literally one game away. Into the quarters then, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so anything can happen then. And then, you know, right, we're tuning up against Inter Milan. Again, you can't take it for granted, but we've a home leg. You'd like to think we've done enough there. We'll go into the next round of the Champions League. And you're just knocking these games off. These early round and cup games, the more you go in them, the further you get, the more serious they get taken. So Kev's right. You see these things, the players will know that they're there to be had now. So we've won the and league. you also cup. start moving league games for them. Yeah. But so we, they, the players will be hungry. Yeah. You know, these lads will be hungry to get it. Um, that Jota, we've said, they've only come in. Thiago, they've only come in. They want to get medals on the board. And they're doing that now. And while we may have laughed at the League Cup in years gone, boy, it's only the big two that count. This is different. This gives you that momentum. And I think it's going to give us the kick that we need to go on. Look, whether we win four or we don't, it doesn't matter. It does matter, but, you know, we've won one and that's the important thing. The important thing is always the next one. So now it's the FA Cup. Next one. Get that out of the way and then you I'm see ready, always Sorry, said. I have to read this out. What's for dinner? says, I said LSE quadruple second week of January. I got death threats and prank, and prank phone calls. Not nice. I'm hoping that's a joke because I, I found that really funny. But um, <laughs> if he hasn't got death threats, oh, I'm sorry. And take it as I'm saying this seriously that I'm sorry. But um, yeah. I'm hoping it's not. Johnny, <clears throat> I've left you to last, Johnny, because um, you know yourself, uh, you go through all sorts of emotions. Um, but I'm just going to put it out to you, Johnny. We're winning the fucking quadruple and I'm not having a word said against it. Would you agree or would you disagree? Yeah, well, like you'd be a fool to disagree, really. Let's yeah. be honest. The the the, thing, the level at this side are operating. Now. I hope Thiago is going to be huge. He's going yeah. to be huge. I hope it's not too bad. I know he was upset today, but 
let's just say let's just hope it's not too bad and we can get him back because he's so key to what we're trying to do. But like we've got a real chance now in the league after watching City yesterday. They look more likely to wobble than they do to kick on. You know what I mean? What happened happened with the handball. The Champions League open draw going into the next round. There's obviously there's obviously teams you prefer, but like you said, Gav, nobody is going to want to play this Liverpool nobody. team. Yeah. Uh, and like you said, we beat Norwich at home on Wednesday, and then you're a game away from a Wembley semi final again. So these winning winning becomes a habit. It becomes it becomes habitual. Um, especially to these players and it looks like that smell and blood to me it seems to me like that smell and blood and we're kicking into top gear at the exact right time yeah. and put it this way nobody will want to be playing us and I don't think that this I don't think it's a pressure that comes with this whole treble talk quadruple talk I think I think it can be a help not, not even a fear of failure. There's, there's a bit of it. I can sense the, the superiority complex that this squad is kind of starting to get. And you see Virgil at the end there carrying his man in a match of water around and smiling and laughing. And hmm. These lads mean business. They mean fucking business. They mean... And they know exactly what's up for grabs because they won one today that they hadn't won as a team. But they've been there, done that. They've lost the Champions League and they've won a Champions League. They've narrowly missed out in Premier Leagues and they've won Premier Leagues. They know exactly how sweet victory tastes and how bitter the defeat can be. Yeah. And that will be the incentive for them to kick on because they can literally write themselves into the history books this season. I, we talked about it last week, Gavin City dropped points in Ireland. I felt like today was huge. I felt, I felt like today's result and game was huge because... This is a platform. This is a catapult. This is a this is a, cat, a catalyst for what could be something very special and something that we have never ever witnessed in our lifetimes as a Liverpool fans. And we should be absolutely fucking privileged to watch these lads because they are accredited this football club. And when all is said and done, they will all be looked fondly. But these are memories for life today. I, I think the Arsenal kick on and hope to create even more. The sky is the limit this season. Genuinely, the sky is the limit, and it's not even we're not even talking from a place of delusion. This team is good enough to win every single fucking game between now and the end of the season. It's Sass Copley says twenty-two games possible left in the season. Twenty-two wins for the quadruple. I'm all over. It. I'm, I'm like, I'm fully on board. Whatever bus you're fucking driving, um, like I genuinely am. Like, and people sometimes people get afraid of that and they go, "Oh, fuck, could you imagine twenty? I absolutely fucking love it because I spent so many years and lads, you, Kev, Keith, Shawnee, the same. Loads of people in the chat where it's like you've spent so many years going, "We're not winning a fucking thing here." You know, that's yeah. not the way. So always, yeah. I know the nerves come, but always embrace it. And do you know something? I I have loads of mates, um, family, some family, most of them in-laws, in fairness, that are Man United fans, right? And when you talk to them, one in particular that's very level-headed and, and very honest, and he said, and Sean, he says it as well, sometimes actually about the, the journey being more than the destination. 
he hundred percent he absolutely buzzed off the fact that United had a chance and everything. And he said you might come to the end of the season and they've won just the League Cup, but it was fucking deadly all along. You know, sort of whoever has a phone near that mic, move it because it's doing me head in now. Um, but I'll, I'll tell you what the, a huge factor is for me, and I, I've, I think a couple of people have mentioned it. Last season, what happened last season, I think is a massive drive for this squad. I think if you, if Liverpool were to go out and win a European Cup this year, or a Premier League this year, they go, now, you fucking spoke about us and you talked about us and you've said this and you fucking said that, and now we've come back and done that. But if a chance comes... If a chance comes where you, you do multiples, where it's a League Cup, FA Cup, Premier League or Champions League or all of them or wherever it might be, I don't think there's a better squad in world football to go and do this. And I be, and I genuinely believe that. I genuinely believe that. Because this squad for me is the most together squad I've seen in a long, long time in any, in any football club. And you've seen it today before the game, Thiago's out, Kate is in. You see it during the game. They're giving away chance, but they keep going. You see it at the full time, full time and extra time. They're all together. You see it in penalties. Our keepers knocking stuff in the fucking top bin. You see it afterwards. Minamino's being pushed to celebrate. It's just, it's absolutely primed to have a right go with it. Now, I'm not saying come the end of the season, we'll only end up with a League Cup. It could absolutely happen. But while we're in all these competitions, just thrive on it. Just fucking enjoy it. Now, it's nerve-wracking, but just enjoy it because they're the best days of your life. Trust me. Go back to the fucking early 90s, early mid-90s, and then the late 90s, and it's not fucking pretty. And then go back to 2010-ish, Roy Hodgson. It's not pretty. Absolutely enjoy this. Yeah, someone says Keith is texting. Um, grasses. Absolute Shock. fucking grasses in that chat. Yeah, it was me. It, it was, was me. So what? <laughs> um, By the Kev, way, yeah. the good guys won today. The good yeah. guys That's won. all I'll say. Yeah. The good guys won yeah. today. Yeah, well, I'll tell you something yeah. in a minute. I'll tell you a story in a minute. Yeah. Kev, anything else before we go? No. no. I'm all chilled out now. What a, what a, what a weekend, man. What's a weekend? We've held these people for nearly two hours. Um, Keith, anything else before we go? No, no, all good. Uh, great day, as we say. Winning breeds winning. Success breeds success. And the Reds have got a cup today. So let's see where we go from there. Good stuff. Shani, anything else before we go? Yeah. Come on. Fuck Roman Abramovich. Fuck okay. my city. Yeah. Fuck them all. Yeah. The good yeah. boys won today. And we're coming, yeah. we're coming to get everything. for them all. Yeah. The Reds are coming over the hill, 100 mile an hour. We're coming to get everything. Listen, it's been an absolute cracking show. Liverpool have won the League Cup, Carabao Cup, Rumbles <laughs> Cup, Mill Cup, whatever they call it at this stage. But Liverpool have won it for a record ninth time. Um, it's been a cracking day. Um, Quivin Keller's Ultras is all, is all we should all be for now, for at least a couple of days anyway, until Kev claims that... Um, you know, he's his cousin and stuff like that, and it's, it's all gone somewhere off. down the line. Um, but look, you'll be in back fairness, in for the Norwich game, will you? Huh? Yeah, yeah, back in for the Norwich game. Yeah, I'd yeah, say it so. Be. I'd say so. Should be. But look, for all the football that went down this weekend, there's been some brilliant, um, there's been some brilliant sentiment shown towards the Ukraine across football grounds and indeed other sporting events um, yeah. over the last weekend. The one from Benfica tonight was 
sensational if you go and watch wow. it. I tweeted on yeah, the wow. timeline. Um, in fairness, Liverpool and Chelsea, both players, staff and fans today at Wembley were brilliant. And again, Man City are Everton yesterday. And I'm sure others, I didn't see other footage. But it, it's been very, very impressive the way people have stood up and backed what's going on um, with regards to a support for Ukraine and, you know, um, condemning what's going on in that Real Chelsea let themselves down with that statement, to be honest yeah. with you. Yeah, well, look, that's, yeah. that's their statement to make and th- they obviously have reasons behind their statement and their owner's statement. Nobody and, has reasons behind anything. Well, they, they, gen- well, they do. Because, uh, whether they're right or wrong, they have reasons behind it because of their protecting assets, but we'll go into that on another day. But what I would like to say to everyone is, is that um, from us at the LFC Day Trip, it's been brilliant to see those... Um, those show support to to Ukraine and not not just the footballers on the pitch like you've seen at, at um, Everton and Man City and stuff like that, but just the people of Ukraine. Um, mm. I think it's been absolutely brilliant. I think hopefully this gets sorted out very quickly. You don't want any more people losing lives and, and family and having to send their family away while they stay and fight and all that sort of stuff. We hope that it, it's, it gets sorted as quickly as possible to the point where people are in some way happy with the outcome. And, yeah, look, it's sometimes some things are just bigger than football. And what's going on in the Ukraine at the moment is, regardless of what we say, regardless of how happy we are over the League Cup, it just is bigger than football. So, from me, Keith, Shawnee, Kev, everyone else at the Day Trippers, um, we just like to say to the people um, that in Ukraine, or what's going on at the moment, um, we hope it gets sorted quickly. We hope you get the outcome you want. And look, we don't need that sort of shit going on in the world. There's enough bad stuff going on in the world without this stuff going on as well. That has been the Fatback 4 for this evening. Um, we'll have loads of shows during the week. Winners and Losers is back tomorrow night. I know that. I should be back with the COP update where I'm just going to talk more about the League Cup and Lewis Diaz doing deadly stuff. Loads and of content, I'd say. Loads, loads and loads and loads of content um, all the way through the week as much as we possibly, possibly can. That's been Kev. That's been Keith. That's been Shawnee. I've been Gav. Fatback for ninth League Milk Rumbelow's Carabao Carling Cup and um, the quadruple. Don't rule the These fucking Reds are that bizzle. Over and out. Sports Social Podcast Network.